What's up, everybody? It's Friday, July 10th, and here's what's coming up on Live Zone. Kanye West wants to be your president. Broadway loses one of its biggest stars to COVID. And Lady A sues Lady A? Welcome to Live Zone. I am your host, Charles McBee. It's been a crazy week, so let's see what's been trending in the headlines. Now, if this year hasn't been crazy enough as it is, 2020 said, hold my poor loco, all right? We have the president of the United States, Donald Trump, versus TikTok. That's right, you heard me, TikTok. Now, the Trump administration is saying they claim that they have been stealing a lot of information from its users and selling it or giving it to the Chinese government. Now, the US CEO of TikTok says that is not happening. We are not doing that, nor would we ever do that. Even if they asked us for the information, that's not going down. Now, personally, I think that Donald Trump is still upset about that Tulsa rally. Because if you remember, there was not a lot of people that showed up to that Tulsa rally. And word has it that it was a lot of TikTokers that went online and got and reserved a lot of tickets to the rally so that it would be nice and empty. Now, Trump, this is just for me. I don't think you want it with the TikTokers. I really don't think you want that smoke. TikTokers are not to be played with, all right? Just tread lightly, tread lightly. Now, about a month or so ago, you may remember this, the huge, huge country group, Lady Antebellum, changed their name to Lady A in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Great, great gesture, great move. However, we discovered that there is already a singer, a blues singer in Seattle that goes by the name of Lady A. So we're like, mm, this might be a little confusing, but the two came together, what seemed like they worked things out and said they might even do a song together. But after that, the original Lady A in Seattle said she wasn't really feeling the terms and conditions of their agreement. Now, Lady A, formerly known as Lady Annabellum, is suing Lady A out of Seattle for the rights to use the name. This is crazy, and it's not good optics really for the group, for the country group. I mean, you change your name from Lady Annabellum to Lady A in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement, and now you're suing a black woman for the name Lady A? Ugh. I don't know. We'll see how this ha we'll see how this works out in court. Hopefully they can come to an agreement. Lady A out of Seattle, she does have an album coming out July 18th. So if anything, this whole controversy is gonna help her album sales. Now, speaking of beefs in the music industry, we have another one that's a fan favorite, right? That's coming back, round two, Pusha T and Drake. Now, Pusha T is on an unreleased song featuring Young Thug and Gunna. It was supposed to be on Pop Smoke's new album that just dropped not too long ago. Now in that song, Pusha was getting a little spicy. He was getting a little, he was getting a little spicy with some lines directed at a certain individual, right? Now Drake got wind of this verse and he knew that the words were directed at him. And allegedly, according to Pusha T, Drake called the record label and said, oh no, 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 no. There would be no disrespect of the sixth guy while I'm around. Now, Young Thug came out with a statement saying this, I don't respect the Pusha T verse on the song with me and Gunna, cause I don't have none to do with y'all beef, nor does Gunna. And if I knew that was about him, I would have made changes on our behalf. But Pusha T is not having any of it. He told Young Thug, I don't care what you want, I'm gonna do what I wanna do, all right? And the only reason you're on the song is cause I requested you. 
But here's the thing that's confusing to me, right? Pusha T is accusing Drake of tattletelling to the labels that Pusha T was talking about Drake, right? Calling Drake the police, saying that he's snitching, all this kind of stuff. But Pusha, if my memory serves me right, you told the whole world that Drake has a kid. I mean, Drake telling on you to the labels versus you telling on Drake to everybody? I don't know. I don't know who's in the right. I don't know who's in the wrong. I just want some good news. But all in all, I'm just glad that this whole thing did not overshadow the fact that Pop Smoke and his demise did drop an amazing, amazing album. It was executive produced by 50 Cent. And we all know that his legacy will live on. This may come as a surprise, but it's only been 16 months since the world first heard the name Pop Smoke. The BK rapper began as a hometown favorite on SoundCloud with his gravity voice and Brooklyn drill flow. With the release of Welcome to the Party in April of 2019, the buzz around Pop Smoke began to spread beyond New York. Only three months later, at 19 years old, the seemingly overnight sensation was already collabing on a remix with Nicki Minaj and releasing his first mixtape, Meet the Woo. With influences like DMX, Jay-Z, and 50 Cent, Pop's career's trajectory was on track to match those of his idols. Less than seven months after his breakout single, and without even releasing an album, Pop Smoke was already selling out overseas shows on the strength of other hit songs like Dior. His rapid rise in 2019 led to him becoming the hottest young artist in an emerging Brooklyn drill rap scene, poised to take hip-hop back from Southern styles that have dominated the game. 2020 seemed to be another great year for Pop Smoke with the release of his highly anticipated second mixtape, Meet the Woo 2 with A-list features like A-Boogie and Quavo, just to name a few. On February 20th, only 10 months after bursting onto the world stage, Pop Smoke's promising career was cut short when he was shot and killed in a Hollywood Hills home invasion. The assailants not only robbed Pop Smoke of his future, but also robbed the world of a shining star. With his just-released posthumous debut album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, poised to give him his first number one on the Billboard 200 albums charts, one can only wonder what he could have done if he had more time. Now we recently found out that the LAPD has arrested five suspects in the murder of Pop Smoke, three adults and two juveniles. So as new information unfolds, we will definitely keep you up to date. Hopefully justice will be served. Now, here's what's happening in the world of new music. And speaking of artists that we lost way too soon, Juice World, his album just came out. It's called Legends Never Die, all right? It has some pretty dope features on it. We got Trippy Red, we got Marshmallow, and of course, his homegirl, Halsey. They have a new single called Life's a Mess. Really dope video, the visuals are amazing. Now Halsey, she has a new tattoo of Life's a Mess on her hand to commemorate their amazing single. And she also has a tattoo that says 999, which matches matches uh, Juice World's tattoo that also had 999. Now, what that represents is basically whenever you're going through something, whenever you're going through a dark time or a hard time or or rough period in your life, it's there to remind you to push through it and, and overcome any trials and tribulations that you might be going through. So great lesson, uh, RIP Juice World. 
Now, speaking of new music videos, Dua Lipa just dropped a new visual for her single, Hallucinate. Now, fans were really, really waiting for this one to drop because they want to see, they want to see their hero. They want to see Dua do, Dua do her thing. Uh, but when they watched the video, they saw that she wasn't in it. That's right, the video is animated. It's an animated visual piece. Now, I personally think it's dope, but a few fans, uh, their feathers were, were a little ruffled, to say the least. Now, Dua had to jump in the comments and make a statement saying, hey, listen, I know y'all upset, but did y'all forget? We are in a pandemic, people. Now, like I said, me personally, I'm a fan of the video, but hey, you all decide for yourself. Now I want to talk about an international superstar with the voice of an angel whose eyes could just lure you into their soul. And no, I'm not talking about Harry Styles reading bedtime stories. He's so adorable, but no, 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 no. I'm talking about Snow Allegra, all right? She has an amazing new single out called Dying For Your Love. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on the limb. I'm not even gonna go out on the limb. I'm gonna give you an exclusive. I'm gonna give you the tea, all right? She's talking about me. I said it, that's right, I said it. She is talking about me. Now, rumor has it, I, allegedly, I don't know, she's supposed to be dating Michael B. Jordan. Hey, listen, listen, I could pass for Michael B. Jordan. Stop laughing, all right? I could pass for, I'm like his before picture, okay? I'm Michael B. Jordan on the wire, all right? Just whatever. The point is, I can't wait till she drops her album. Whenever it's coming out, we don't know yet, but hopefully it comes out soon, because I'm all here for it. And Michael, don't mess up. Speaking of love, I got love for this next group, the City Girls, y'all. They know how to turn up any situation. They just dropped a new album called City on Lock, and it's amazing, check it out. Now, they had a pretty rough start, so I'm glad that they're coming back strong. When they first came out, you might remember, JT, she had to do a short prison stint for scamming, and now they are back and better than ever, and they have a new single, after their album was leaked, unfortunately, but they don't care, they coming back strong. They got a new single with Doja Cat, who I love, by the way, she's an amazing artist. Now Doja Cat got in a little bit of trouble a few months ago, but, and Twitter tried to cancel her, but City Girls was like, nah, 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 she ain't canceled. Not only is she not canceled, but we about to put out a fire video. I can't tell you the name of the video, cause my mama listened, but y'all can see for yourself. English, Spanish, your French. What is pussy talk? Your rose, darling, sing in. What is pussy talk? Bentley's, robes, and bins. What is pussy fly private to Alice to M? What is pussy talk? Birkin, Gucci, Chanel. What is pussy talk? Louis, Gucci, YSL. What is pussy make movies wetter than a well? What is pussy be choosing, trapping, and fell? Shout out to City Girls. Shout out to Doja Cat. I have that video on repeat 24 7. Please believe me. Now, Bozzy, the homie, Bozzy, he has a new single out. It's called, I Don't Think I'm Okay. And to be honest, it's a really, really heartfelt song. And I really love it when artists come out and pour their soul into music and use it as a healing mechanism. He actually posted this recently on Instagram. He said, hello, I'm putting out the most personal, honest song I've made in my life this week. I wrote this record at a very dark time in my life. 
and it helped me look at myself in a way I haven't before. This song became a home for some of my pain to live and in a very confusing time, I hope it can be home to some of yours. Ooh, I don't think I'm okay. Ooh, I don't think I'm okay. Okay. Mm, it feels so good to say. I, I don't think I'm okay. Very emotional video. I wish nothing but the greatest of mental health to Bozzy. Anybody else going through anything, we are all in this together, people. Now, these are difficult times for everybody, okay? And what we need right now is true leadership. And there's one man who is willing to step up to the plate and be that leader. That's right. Kanye West wants to be your president. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that tweet, I was really hoping and praying that Kanye West's new album was going to be called I'm running for president of the United States. But alas, it's true. He just came out with a new article in Forbes magazine, basically kind of stating his plan for the presidency. He said he wants to run the White House like Wakanda. I don't know what that means, but it has a nice ring to it. I will give him that. His party that he's running for, not the Democrats, not the Republican, but the, you guessed it, birthday party, because 2020 isn't insane enough. Kanye West usually makes headlines for his music. This time, it's for his musings on yet another declaration for his intentions to run for president. This July 4th, he stated on his Twitter feed, I'm running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. This won't be the first time the rapper declared a bid for the presidency. In his 2015 VMA speech, he made a similar declaration. I have decided in 2020 to run for president. If Kanye does follow through on his run for president, this would put him at odds with the current occupant of the White House, Donald Trump, for whom Kanye famously has publicly declared his admiration for and even stated he would vote for Trump in 2020. Kanye's public admiration of Trump brought him a slew of criticism both from fans and other rappers, including Diddy, 50 Cent, Pusha T, and Snoop Dogg, whom the majority of Americans feel has worsened race relations in our country. Kanye, who has compared himself to Picasso, Steve Jobs, and Walt Disney, must see the seeking of the presidency as the next step in his career. As of yet, Kanye has not taken any official steps to begin his campaign. Whether his presidential ambitions are to be taken seriously or not remains to be seen. Now, it's already too late for Kanye to register in about four states, so I don't know what he's going to do or what his real plan is, but we'll wait and see. If it's one person I'm not counting out, it's Kanye West, okay? Now, not only was it a crazy week in politics, but it's also been an up-and-down week in, for, for the world of entertainment as a whole. Uh, this pandemic has really, really had a stronghold on the world of Broadway. With the COVID pandemic dimming the lights on Broadway, there is no better time than the present to take in the iconic and award-winning Broadway show, Hamilton. The much-anticipated movie premiered on Disney Plus on July 3rd, bringing us a hybrid that captures the phenomenon of the 2016 Broadway hit featuring the original cast. 
Although the live theatrical experience is irreplaceable for many theater lovers, the movie is definitely a thrilling approach to the Broadway show. In a time when theaters have been closed for months due to coronavirus, the hashtag Hamifilm is the closest we can all get to experience a live Broadway show, at least for now. Due to the continual rise of COVID-19 and the uncertainty of what lies ahead in this pandemic, the Broadway League announced that they'll remain closed until 2021. With theaters already closed since March, this is now the longest shutdown in history. Because of the theater's communal nature and the fact that Broadway audiences are mostly tourists and older people, it comes as no surprise that Broadway's lights will go dark for the sake of their cast, crew, and audiences until protocols are safe enough to keep the show going. With such a long hiatus, it's hard to know which shows will reopen. In the meantime, they're offering refunds and exchanges for tickets purchased for all performances through January 3rd, 2021. But the brightest Broadway light to go dark this past week is of Broadway star Nick Cordero, who died of COVID complications after a 95-day battle. The 41-year-old Tony-nominated actor was known for his work in Bullets Over Broadway, Waitress, and A Bronx Tale, the musical. Nick leaves behind a one-year-old son, Elvis, and his wife, Amanda Klutz. Since his diagnosis in March, Amanda took to Instagram to share his day-to-day -day progress. Some days her updates gave us great hope that he would recover, and other days his health just seemed to take a step back. Nick passed away on the morning of July 5th, and once again, Amanda took to Instagram to share the sad news with this heartfelt message. God has another angel in heaven now. My darling husband passed away this morning. He was surrounded in love by his family, singing and praying as he gently left this earth. Many are sharing their condolences and tributes, including Sarah Bareilles, who also starred in Waitress. She wrote, He was light, kind and gentle, talented and humble, funny and friendly, the best laugh. Sending so much love to the love warrior Amanda Klutz and little Elvis. Frankie Grande said he'll always remember Cordero for showing him, quote, a true appreciation of life no matter what was happening around him. Zach Braff also shared memories with his close friend and a heartfelt message. I have honestly never known a kinder person, but COVID doesn't care about the purity of your soul or the goodness in your heart. The last thing he ever texted me was to look out for his wife and one-year-old son Elvis. I promise the world they will never want for anything. This is one sad reminder that COVID doesn't care who you are. For your and others' safety, please wear a mask, keep your distance, and follow the protocols. We are in this together. Now, the silver lining in all of this is that if you want to see the biggest show on Broadway, you don't have to sell your house, you don't have to sell your kidney, you can just go to Disney Plus and stream Hamilton, right? You can see it right there. And if you want to check out more great Hamilton content, check out our Hamilton playlist on Live by Live Radio. Now, if rock music is your thing, boy, do we have a live event for you. Coming up next week on July 16th, day after my birthday, you can catch the Better Noise Music Festival right here on Live by Live. Motley Crue, Five Finger Death Punch, Papa Roach, AWOL Nation, and many more bands. It all kicks off at 6 p.m. Eastern. Now, if you tuned in to Music Lives On last week, you saw some really, really dope EDM DJs like Cream, The Knots, and Jaws. Now, if you missed it, here's a little bit of what you didn't see. Not drop that shit. It ain't my fault. Nobody told you to cheat. I hear about it, I leave. You tried to blame me, but it ain't my fault. 
That's what's so crazy to me. I watch you change up on me. Look how you play me, try to make me look stupid. Next on Music Lives On, once again, we have a packed lineup of artists performing and our very own Carly Henderson chops it up with Australian singer-songwriter Say Grace. Here's a little bit of what you have to look forward to. Music Lives On 2020. This is the Music Cares COVID-19 Relief Fund. Yours truly, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Come on. for your single girl that's coming out next week can you tell us about that song yeah i um i wrote it basically about i feel like my whole life and especially in the music industry as a woman like everybody's got their two cents about how you should dress how you should be packaged how you should wear your hair and talk and carry yourself and like the ways that you express your femininity. And to me, like the female expression comes in many different forms and it's not just like one tailored thing. And it, sometimes people get caught up in the stereotypes of what it is. Thinking my body is all that I'm worth. It's your definition of girls, but I'm not like that. Sorry, but I'm not like that. Sorry, but I'm not like that. Sorry, but I'm not like that. Oh. I'm Charles McBee for Live Zone. For music culture, make sure you follow us right here on Live by Live.